0: I got a couple things I've brought to the table here. Uh, do you have anything in particular you want to talk about?
1: Um, yeah, something something popped into my head earlier, just looking at the timeline throughout the day. Okay. Um, so you're aware of the, <laughs> the term ELC check, and you, <laughs> you don't have to steer this. It's not going in the direction you think it is. I, I'm not familiar with that. Wait, what is the term? Uh, ELC, early life check. No. All right, so... Whenever you see an article that is just batshit crazy or pushing some crazy, uh, like eat the bugs agenda, mm-hmm. and then you look at the author and their and their name ends in like Stein or Berg or something, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, you know you you do an early life check, and that means going uh, on Wikipedia, and there's a section for pretty much anybody that's early life, and gotcha. nine times out of ten, when you see an article like that, the author the author's early life will have a certain religion uh, attached oh, to it.
0: <laughs> is that the direction we're taking this show?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to steer the direction away from that. Uh, okay. On, on okay. my own accord, believe it or not. Wow. <laughs> um, I appreciate it. So what I've been noticing uh, along along the similar vein is that uh, anytime you see this e-girl or e-thought or whatever you want to call them um, bitching about being objectified, uh, you can do what's called an OFC. Which is a uh, OnlyFans check, and nine times uh, out of ten, they will be a cam girl of some
0: sort. Okay, so you're obviously referencing the recent uh, uh, gym Goer experience that yeah, popped up yeah. on the timeline. Is that what? Just okay.
1: just the absolute batshit crazy. Uh, I think it was TikTok or something that that she posted of uh, this guy being, <laughs> in in my opinion, very reasonably. I don't know, amused, uh, interested, distracted um, from her basically doing pelvic thrusts with a barbell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw a, few, a bit of the video, but I never turned on the audio. I just did not need to experience it. So I, I assume it was probably as I figured it was in my head and I, I just kind of moved on.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, It's yeah. uh, and I was completely ready to do that. And then I saw a couple other... A uh, couple other posts so along along similar line um, of just you know uh, a screenshot of a tweet of one girl being like you know sh- she can wear whatever she wants like it's not right to objectify women I just I just wish men would leave us alone and then a screenshot of her OnlyFans link like right oh, next boy. to it <laughs> Yep. it's uh, it's a you know, s- it's
0: a scourge I don't know what to tell you Aaron it's a scourge
1: yeah OnlyFans check
0: <laughs> yep OFC uh, as everyone can hear, it's just me and Aaron today. Bird uh has has flown uh the coop. I don't remember exactly he's where dead. he is. He's yeah. dead. Dead. Uh he's, he's not coming back. And Pazzi uh had, had his hardware borked, uh, but will be back with us in the coming weeks, I'm sure. Paz was uh, made a very
1: good son today, from from what I understand. Yes, it
0: sounded that from the from the G C it sounded like that. So that's yeah. very good. That's good to hear. That's very wholesome. Bird is overdosing
1: on fentanyl and Paz is you know going shopping with his mother i think
0: it's the yin and the yang yeah it is it, it really balanced. is <laughs> uh so it's just you and me today i'm excited for this one i've got a bunch of news items i uh, what i don't have is uh the bumper music so i don't know if this uh this episode will have an intro and outro but uh we're we're still going to be here presenting the news to the board as we are every week live on wednesday um we actually have had quite a bit of news uh coming out this week. And I there's some a couple things because I you know, I and I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like Bird has just been hogging the space the last few weeks. I, I have all these notes for oh, the news, just in the last few just, weeks. Yeah, well, okay, fair. And uh I can't get to him. I can't get to him. I have all of this stuff that's just been piling up and piling up. You know, we never covered gas stoves. Do do you realize that?
1: Wow, yeah. That that seems like something we should have we should have hit on a while ago.
0: Yeah, and now it's pretty much gone. So I guess there's nothing really to talk about. But uh Anyway, there that is, so I'm just going to delete that off the note board there. Good. Gas stoves, done. Um, Today, or yesterday, classified documents were found at Hunter Pence's house. Uh, I saw something referencing that,
1: and at first I thought it was a joke.
0: Yeah, because, like, I forgot about Mike Pence. Like, I I just forgot he existed. Wait, did you just – you said Hunter Pence – Yeah, I did the uh, baseball player, sorry. (laughs) Mike Pence. (laughs) What a a fucking cut. That would be now that that, would that that would drive the 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 news cycle for sure. (laughs) Uh, Giants player is he still playing for the Giants? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Uh but yeah, I have it just leads me to wonder like, A, how did they find that? Because who gives a shit about him? Like who who was searching for these documents? And then why did they bother telling anybody? Because nobody cares. Is this some sort of, am I missing something here? No, you're not missing anything.
1: That is about the extent of it. Uh, This is, you know, this is a tit for tat thing that only a select group of people care about. Uh Um, Basically extremely online, partisan, normie, you know, social media personalities. I guess, but
0: it seems like so even needless to say, I've been posting about
1: this. about this nonstop, and I am prepared to go
0: <laughs> <laughs> take it to the ends of the earth yeah. defending Mike Pence. We're gonna get or, way or... into this. I hope you have some yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the 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 twenty minute monologue on Mike Pence's classified documents and its implications for America and the world it brought. Oh. Uh, yeah, I I could not I could not uh, gather myself to even I just saw it and I I, I saw it on the timeline and just just like uh, all right, on like
1: on I, this we agree I know that we yeah. don't agree a whole lot in political affairs but uh, yeah on this we completely agree
0: yeah it's it's a it's just boring really, I simply
1: don't care unless somebody's getting impeached or arrested or doing a perp walk of some sort like I just don't care right and I don't see and, I, and, who, and like any of that in any and of and,
0: and it's it's not just that I don't care. It's that I know they don't care. So like, there's nothing here. There's nothing for me. No, absolutely nothing for me. Now, where there is is uh, something not
1: particularly good for the program.
0: No, Yeah, that's true that it is bad for the program, but what is good for the program is George Santos. Uh, I've tuned in (laughs) to this (laughs) as, uh, as my whimsical senses have been titillated. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't care about the politics at all, but um, this is a, this is turning into a real thing. Uh I am, am I am I uh to believe that George Santos was participating as a drag queen or something like that for several years or did you well, see that?
1: Well according to George Santos, that is a that is an outright lie. Oh so okay, right, right. We course, can yes. we can be reasonably we can reasonably <laughs> assume it's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and it's
0: it's actually probably a lot worse than that. <laughs> You're right, right, no doubt. Uh, I, I I I'm coming to really appreciate George Santos. He just seems like an experiencer of life. Like he he just sees something and he dives in. Like I, I I don't know. There's something about it that I'm like, yeah, that that's awesome. He really is the model politician. Like I love it. Just I will say whatever
1: the fuck you want in order to get this office. And then mm-hmm. in my actual life, like my truthful life that I really live, I'm going to do the most like batshit crazy things. And, uh, you know, at, at, like I said last time we were talking about this, where is he? Like, what is he doing right now? Yeah, fucking God knows.
0: God <laughs> knows. Is, is, yeah. is he a where representative he, or a senator? Where is he and where is Bird? Because they're both unaccounted for right now. <laughs> yeah he's a he's a trip man uh i'm excited i'm excited for more george santos stuff to come yeah we need out to because, become uh, the
1: number one george santos tracking podcast i think
0: that's, yeah that's going to be very hard Co- yeah co-sign that co-sign that yeah he's he's uh that's that's good stuff um <laughs> man i uh probably two days ago three days ago i can't remember maybe it was last week i went bowling have you been bowling recently not recently, uh,
1: semi recently. I think it was a few months ago.
0: Oh, okay, that's fairly recent. I hadn't been in like, uh, I can't even, I can't even tell you how long. Ten years? I don't know. Long time.
1: Yeah, before um, that, it had been years.
0: Yeah, yeah. How'd you do? Uh, I not good. Uh, I'm a bad bowler. Very bad bowler. Um, I have long arms. I think that's what kills me. Uh, I it's it's oh, very man. inaccurate. That just means you get more, uh, more wind up. Oh, yeah, dude, I can launch the rock down there, but it's, it does, <laughs> you know, it... it launch it directly into the gutter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I put, some, I, I get some, I can get some heat on it. I mean, I was, they had a, they had the, uh, the speedometer on the, uh, on the lane. Yeah. Uh, and I was just, you know, in a class of my own, obviously. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I'm i very bad at it. Uh, I think, well, I say I'm very bad. I think I was, I was, I was scoring in the middle of the group. I mean, I, you know, maybe like 104, yeah. 105. Oh, that, you that broke a kinda... 100?
1: Yeah, you're fine.
0: Yeah. So got a strike, two strikes, something like that. A couple spares, yep. you know, over the course of two games, 10 frames. Yeah, you did all right for somebody that doesn't bowl. Not too bad. Not too bad, I thought. Um, what was interesting was I saw, um, a bunch of people from the local volleyball circuit there. And like I didn't realize that that was like a crossover sport where people just like volleyball, people enjoyed bowling or I don't know if it is, but I just like individually, they weren't there together. I saw like two or three people, uh, no, three or four people uh, there in a not very big bowling lane. And it was like a Wednesday like or Thursday or something like that. It wasn't even like, you know, Friday night or Saturday night, huh. um, which I thought was really interesting. And I saw this guy, uh, <laughs> this guy is, he's, uh, you know, I play with him and against him every now and then he's a real trip. Um, he's one of those people that's like a kind of a quiet maniac. Um, he doesn't I don't think he knows that he's a, a little bit unhinged, uh, which is the best kind. Uh, so he ends up pulling up next to us in the bowling lane. And I'm sitting there with my buddy Meatbird. And, uh, you know, we're we're bowling with a bunch of our friends. And uh, I look over and he's lo- like and again, the, he is not the type of personality to do this for attention or be for any other reason than this is exactly just what he wants to do. And that's what he's doing at that time. He was bowling from behind the ball distributor. Um uh, he, he, he launching the ball down like 12, 15 feet before the bowling lane began. And I, I, I couldn't even, I, I couldn't really register that. And then all sorts of, all sorts of stuff going on. So it was great. It was just good people watching that guy. I saw that guy at a tournament one time. Uh, and he's probably in his mid forties. And I played a, I think his like partner got sick or like, or maybe rolled his ankle or something like that. And I had a and he asked me to sub in for his partner for a set. And he played most of the set with a cigarette in his mouth again, not because oh, great. it, yeah, it was so, so nice. Like it was so nice. It was, but it was, again, it wasn't because he thought it was cool. It was because he needed the nicotine. Like, yeah, it, that's, was, it was awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's, that's amazing. That's uh, and just,
0: watching that guy roll up in
1: better days.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. And speaking of better days, like that, that's the other thing I was thinking about, like the aesthetic of the bowling lane in the nineties and early two thousands. And I know that the big Lebowski has kind of made this a cliche, but it really was a, like, it was a better time. Like just, you could barely see the bowling lane through the smoke, uh, ashtrays everywhere, pictures of PBR super cheap. You're there with your family like at a family reunion and they're handing you pbrs and you're 15 you know it was just man what a time like yeah 2002, i
1: birthday parties at the bowling alley used to be a thing
0: yeah yeah absolutely it was great it was great and just the aesthetic of it it was it's just such a such a particular aesthetic i'm sure no no doubt it's i'm subconsciously influenced by the big lebowski there but um i, I was a little bit disappointed in that like just in general like i don't really smoke so you know i guess it's kind of nice that it's not just like super foggy in there but at the same time that's just such a part of the aesthetic that i hate that it's cleaned up its act um yeah. and had to legally uh it just doesn't you know it was just clean you know it was it was just too clean uh for a bowling yeah. alley it, it it's it was kind of that that part was a little bit upsetting but otherwise i think i had a pretty good time uh yeah um so one of the more pernicious innovations in the
1: bowling industry that I've noticed happening, at least nice on the words. East Coast, is mm-hmm. um they'll have strings attached to like the duck pins or the candle pins. So it takes okay. and, and the re- the reason is it all they have to do is pull the strings up and it'll you know, I, I don't know if it's magnets or something, but it'll reset the pins a lot quicker than that machine that comes down with the bum. Yeah, the
0: sweep and, and the pick up. and the drop.
1: Yeah, yeah. So now they have strings in all these bowling alleys and it completely destroys like the natural way a a bowling pin would would go when hit by a ball
0: right right especially if you get like the seven ten split or whatever
1: yeah yeah there's there's none of that in in these alleys anymore and I've I've seen it more and more like with uh you know you know how malls are dying yeah well one of the things they're doing is like putting in like bowling alley arcade slash party okay that makes sense like bars and stuff that's that's something they're trying to do is like a last gasp. Yeah. And uh they all have the str- the string pins, and I I, I fucking refuse. I, w- I yeah, won't do it. Yeah, that
0: seems very I mean like for rec level like as just entertainment, but I don't know, man, that still kind of destroys the sport. It just fundamentally changes the game. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like the yeah, the, the like physics the physics are are like dumbed down, I want to say.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't like that. Huh. I haven't seen that. I've never heard of that, but uh, I'll yeah, certainly so be on the lookout. This one still had the old bowling
1: alley. Just cut the strings. Just cut them.
0: <laughs> does, it still have, does it still have the old sweep and pickup machine there? They just don't use it?
1: Uh, I think like a bar comes down, but it just resets the pins. Like I, I want to say it's like via Mac. Maybe a listener can tell me that works at like a fucking, uh, you know, a newer bowling alley or an upgraded one. Like how, how do those strings work? because I need to know so that I can better articulate why I hate them.
0: Yeah. Please uh call in. Call in for us please. Um Yeah, the bowling was the bowling was good. Uh appreciated the experience. hadn't been in a while. Not sure if I'll go again anytime soon, but uh Are you still uh, are you night. still drinking heavily? No, not really. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right,
1: yeah. I was talking to talking to somebody about that today like I can probably count on one hand how many times I've drank, like in the last nah, six months a year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I mean, I like I think for a long time, like it, it's I, a lot of my thirties, like it's been more just social yeah. drinking, really. Um, but yeah, I yeah yeah, I guess it just kind of
1: wallowing out. in sorrow. No, no, no,
0: <laughs> no. Uh and turning to yeah. the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> not to say that it doesn't happen from time to time but you know we'll get to that in the car so lonely segment at the at the end of the show but um uh yeah no i think yeah it's it's uh but but that's like that uh, from what i've read and i don't know but it, it seems like that's kind of a trend like in general um across i guess america yeah that yeah alcohol consumption is like. down yeah and I wanted to I say
1: know. that uh, – well, actually, I think it shot up during, uh, like, the height of coronavirus. Oh, I dang, know it for shot sure. up for me.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. There. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, I would say that was, like, an. That was like kind of an exception was, like – because it was just so freaking boring for a while yeah. there where you were like, all right, like, work was slow. Yep. Uh, <laughs> there's, no, like, a lot of pla- – like, granted, it wasn't nearly as bad here in Fort Worth and it wasn't as long – but um yeah it took a little while to break out of the funk like of just like i guess just yeah wallowing i mean i don't know yeah. like it was just that was a that was a weird time it's also kind of weird to think about you know i guess a lot of people kind of are still just kind of came out of that like within the last year or year and a half but um you know for us it was it was mostly over i mean they were still scaring the shit out of the people on the news but like yeah. for, functionally it was more or less over for us within 6 months and then they drop drop the masks, you know, 6 months later or something like that. But they yeah. a lot of places weren't even really enforcing the masks, but uh, it's crazy to think that was like 3 years ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I wonder I if we'll know. see like an uh alcohol consumption dead cat bounce. Like right. For the Super Bowl. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Super yeah. Bowl
1: shoots up again and
0: then just dies. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh yeah, so um Here's a, here's another thing I wanted to talk about, uh, and I wanted to talk about it last week. Again, back to uh, Bird Hog and the entire show. Um, you, I'm sure, have seen this ATF ruling with the AR pistol braces. I have, yeah.
1: Uh, Lee Enfield has posted a couple things about it. Um, doesn't, doesn't necessarily affect me, but it's something I see pop up in my timeline. What do you think about it?
0: Um, yeah, I think the, that it's interesting in that it's retroactive. Um, Oh. that, that is the thing that's interesting. I, other than that, like, yes, they're going to try to, like, if they had their way, they would Ill- illegalize all guns in the United States. Like, that's how I would mentally, the heuristics that I would well, go through. To say, ha- like, hasn't pistol braces been something that they've gone
1: back and forth on multiple times? Like, Oh, it's it's classified Um, as an SBR. Oh no. It's classified as a pistol. Like you're fine. No, it's classified as an SBR. Now you have to get
0: it snapped. I think that in the last 10, go listen to Lee for anybody who's uh, listening uh, about, you know, for any like really good information, but my understanding, and I listened to Lee's episode, if I remember correctly, that basically for the last 10 to 15 years, the, the, the ATF has been incredibly clear that, that, and and has issued guidance to say that, yes, pistol braces are legal with what otherwise would be an SBR. Yep. Um, and so that is what's really interesting to me. So for anyone listening that hasn't listened to Lee's episode, what happened here is the ATF came out with it with a, I guess, letter of guidance um, notifying people that AR-15s or rifles with a barrel shorter than I can't remember what the SBR cutoff is 12 inches. Um I thought it was uh or that's just might be California, but I thought it was sixteen. Might be sixteen. Either way. Um shorter than that, um, that are equipped with what's called a pistol brace, um or a stabilizing brace, um are now going to be classified as short barreled rifles, SBRs. Um and so that would put them uh as um that would classify them as something under the NFA, the national firearms act. And so therefore you would need to go through the uh, process of applying to obtain one and then pay a $200 fee and get what's called the tax stamp to own it. But now they're saying, yeah, actually if you own one of these and well, I'll get to it in a second. If you own one of these, it is illegal to own unless you get a tax stamp. And just for a reference, like, this isn't like them illegalizing some esoteric, uh, you know, like esoteric gun that like nine people own um, of home defense weapons. The ATF pistol or the, the, the AR-15 pistol setup is probably one of the more common. I mean, maybe not common, but it's one of the more venerable. Maybe I, I would know say. like
1: disabled people like them, too.
0: Yeah. and Well, well, because they have the brace. Yeah. And 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 so not only that, which is was kind of part of the reason that the brace was allowed, uh, because disabled people that only have the function of one arm can strap it to their arm and use it and not have a 20 inch barrel hanging off the end that they have to support with one hand. Yeah. Um, but but also as a home defense weapon, it's you know, I, I would I would say that probably I mean, tell me if I'm wrong here, but probably if you had to narrow down two home defense weapons that are both the most popular and the most effective, it would be a nine millimeter handgun and an AR pistol or an AR of some sort, but yeah. AR pistols are super popular because you can maneuver them easily.
1: Yeah. And yeah, as an an SBR, I mean, uh, I can't go into great detail about it, but I, I imagine SBR is just overall better in CQC anyways.
0: Yeah, exactly, and that's what, and that's why. And not only that, it's better for like women who it, it's yeah. a lighter gun, it's easier to maneuver. You have a shoulder brace to, and there's very little recoil with five, five, six. Um, And so, it, you know, it's it's a very popular home defense weapon and a very effective home defense weapon. Plus, you get thirty rounds. Um, and so, you know, them coming out and saying, you know, these are now retroactively illegal unless you register them is a really, really odd move because despite the, all the evils of government and, you know, I you know don't need to go down that road. Everybody well, it's, knows it's
1: the precedent. It's the precedent that it's it exactly. That's yeah. what's,
0: that's what's weird about this is they're setting a precedent to not grandfather things in and, you know, you can like, even felons can own muzzle loading weapons because they got grandfathered in, right? They're not subject to all of the gun laws that happened after muzzle loading weapons, uh, were invented, I guess, you know, yeah. um, you know, you can own weapons that were, that were, uh, that were made in that time. So, um, it's, it's, it's a really weird precedent. I, I don't think it'll stand. I mean, I don't, I don't think, but I'm not an expert on that. I would have to, I would I'd pr- I'd probably want to talk to Lee a little bit more to see what his take is, but, um, it seems like that's, that is very, that's a very big step. Um, to take in one go. Uh, so I don't know that, that, I don't know. I just wanted to at least talk about it. Cause that's a pretty big deal. So I guess you have, they're saying you have 120 days to register your pistol. Yeah. Um, and, and they're, they'll waive the, the fee, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, you, you, take that as you will. Um,
1: it'll be interesting yeah.
0: to see the, if I like
1: how, how far the first legal action gets in the circuit courts. And if it goes yeah. to the Supreme court.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and so what I typically do, because I'm just not an insider on a lot of this stuff and I don't have all the history um, of watching the ATF go back and forth with the gun industry. Uh, like, like perhaps someone like Lee does, but I typically look to industry to see how they're reacting. And I went on Palmetto state to see if they were still selling AR pistol setups and they have halted selling AR pistol kits until huh. after this is decided. So I was like, man, that's, that's, um, that's, uh, certainly something you know yeah i i imagine this environment
1: isn't the environment to be like you know right to do the old fuck you
0: right like with yeah. uh like
1: with 80% yeah
0: exactly exactly but then you know it'd be like it would be the exact same thing as if uh they well we don't need to beat the dead horse but yeah the the precedent of of going back and not retroactively grandfather because you, you could have theoretically, not saying that I or anyone I know has done this, but you could have one month ago gone out and bought a pistol kit on, literally online shipped to your door. I mean, you got to go yeah. get the lower um, through an FFL, but you get a pistol kit shipped to your door from Palmetto State um, and build it fully legally in your own home. And then all of a sudden, you know, if you don't take a certain action, you're a felon. 10 years, yeah. $10,000, you know, it's crazy. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I, yeah. I have, I have pretty, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic that, uh, something, something
0: relatively soon is going to happen to kind of negate that. I am too, frankly, but uh, just the fact that they're thinking about doing something without the, the grandfather rule is, is very, is kind of a shock test. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, um, want to bring you to, you know, I've been covering migratory birds actually before we go into this, I did, you know, I was wondering how migratory birds do it, like how they fly that long. So I started looking it up. Do you know how they fly up to like 5,000 miles at a time? Like in one sitting or one one flight, one flying. Yeah. Huh? No, I, I, I guess I never
1: pondered that.
0: Yeah. Well, they just get really fat. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. They like increase their body fat by like 60% and then just take off. Wow. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Can you think about it? Like if humans did that, if you just were like, Oh, I got to run a marathon here. Like next month, I just got to get fat.
1: Oh man. That'd, That'd be, be wild. Right? Amazing. If our metabolism worked in any way like that whatsoever.
0: Yeah. Sure. Would sure would. All right. Let me take you to, I've been perusing this, uh, site. You may get a kick out of this from your nautical past. Uh, it's a shipping news site called the maritime executive boy falls asleep in container and ends up traveling 1600 nautical miles. Wow. Malaysian officials are saying they believe there was no foul play involved when they discovered a young man locked inside a shipping container that had just arrived from Bangladesh. The young man was taken to a hospital after what they believe was a simple case of falling asleep in the wrong place at the wrong time. A dock worker at Port Klang was surprised on Wednesday morning when he was inspecting boxes that were being offloaded from a container ship that arrived from Bangladesh. He found a young man, quote, in a weak state in one of the containers. Images on social media show the man emerging from the container, being interviewed by the authorities, and sitting on the edge of the container, being fed by the dock workers, police, and medical team. They gave him a change of clothes and cleaned him up before taking him to the hospital. Initially, there had been fears that it might be, oh, God, Frozen website, a case of human smuggling, but the police dismissed those concerns after they investigated the situation. The young man told the police that he and some of his friends had been playing in and around the containers in Chittagong, Bangladesh. He said he must have fallen asleep inside the container, and when he woke up, he found he was locked inside. What the young man did not realize at the moment is that the empty box had been loaded aboard the Integra. Container ship registered in the Marshall Islands. The boy believes they spent five days locked in the box, which was mixed in among the other boxes of the ship's capa- capability to transport 1,800 TEU tonnage. Some, I don't know. The 564-foot vessel departed Chittagong on January 12th and traveled some 1,600 nautical miles to Port Klang. The vessel arrived in Malaysia on January 15th, and after a brief stay in Anchorage began unloading on January 17th, Quote, we are not linking this to human trafficking because the initial investigation found that he entered the container, fell asleep, and was transported to Malaysia. <laughs> How about that? King of the week? Yep. King of the yep. week, baby. King of the <laughs> Just week. falling asleep in a shipping container and traveling <laughs> 1,600 miles. That He didn't even have to get fat beforehand. No, nope. That's great. No, he he yeah. probably should have, though. Yeah. That, that's true yes it would have been a much better I imagine experience. he must have
1: been pretty fucking malnourished and dehydrated
0: yeah it looked like it i saw the like uh, photo of him emerging for the i mean i guess you never know because everybody over there is probably already emaciated anyway but like yeah he was looking pretty rough when he was coming out of that shipping yeah. container
1: um i'm trying to think like 1600 miles a container ship is maybe doing uh at best like eight knots so if you do the yeah. math out that's that's
0: probably a couple weeks <laughs> it's i think it's at five days Oh, five days. Wrong?
1: Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. So they were, yeah. I don't know how far, uh, yeah. Five days, is five days still sucks.
0: Yo. Yeah. Five days alone in a shipping container <laughs> being taken. God knows where, I mean, yeah, that, that I would do, I, I would agree that that, that does suck. <laughs> so the, the most severe non judicial
1: punishment you can get in the Navy, like not court martial, but something like your commanding officer can award you as punishment is a uh, three days bread and water. And uh-huh. like
0: that, that cracks people. Three days, Brenton. So they still do this? Oh yeah. Yep. So wait, I need more detail here. All right. So I'll, I'll
1: I'll give you an anecdotal story which happened on my ship. Um, we had a guy uh who had been in trouble before uh for just stupid shit like being late all the time, um falling falling asleep on watch. He uh he actually went to the barber and had hatch marks put in his eyebrow. Good grief. And um you know, like like your local uh, rap artist might might do. Yep. And um, the ship cop made him shave his eyebrows. (laughs) Um, So he was just like an idiot. And um, Mm -hmm. so he was already well on his way to being kicked out. Uh, One day he was standing, it's called a brow watch, where you're at like a foldable table and your job is to check IDs of contractors before they get up and cross the brow onto the ship. Okay. And um, so, he was at his table, and every once in a while, he'd look back and see if the officer of the deck on the ship was, uh, look, he's on the pier, by the way, and um, look back, and then move the table like an inch to the right, and then look back again, move the table a little more, look back again, move the table a little more, until the, until he was out of sight. And then he booked it down the pier, uh, got off base, and then took a plane to Florida. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah, he just, uh, he just, uh, it's called unauthorized absence. He went UA. And that's how he <laughs> yeah, did I mean, That's how he escaped.
0: That's insane.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then it gets better. Uh, they Wait, hold on, him.
0: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did he have a ticket lined up?
1: I don't know if he got it at the airport, if he had one lined up or if, if somebody like picked him (laughs) up outside, I don't know.
0: Okay. Well, we'll leave that there. Go on. So he, he ended up
1: getting, getting caught, uh, getting brought back to the ship. The captain gave him three days, bread and water, max maximum punishment. He, uh, got done with that. It, it, he, I guess it was like the most horrific thing in the world. He was all fucked up from it. Um, and then kicked out of the Navy. So a month later, that same ship's cop that made him shave his eyebrows saw him at the commissary on base. What tackled him, cuffed him, and then like turned him over to the base police?
0: Oh my god! Wait, wait, okay. So hold on, I gotta back up. Three days bread and water. This like I'm I I'm not necessarily um, not a fan of like you know medieval corporate pun or, or corporal punishment and all that sort of shit but that seems a little bit archaic for, for like our oh, time. Yeah. I mean, it, so what I mean, and I, and I also understand like growing up on the water that a lot of stuff that is kind of nautical in nature, um, kind of survives the test of time. You're just kind of out there and you're not really exposed to the onshore elements. and, and Like, yeah. you know, it, 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 it's just a different world, but like, that seems, that seems very archaic. So what was so like, do you have unlimited bread?
1: Ah uh, yes, actually, you do have unlimited bread and, um, and unlimited water. Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. The bread is limited to a certain number of calories per day.
0: Okay, so keep you alive.
1: Let's say two thousand calories of bread and then unlimited water.
0: That's um, hmm,
1: yeah. And this is done. Th- this isn't done on the ship. This is done at at like a a a brig facility. Okay,
0: so what else are you doing at this time? Like, are you working? No, you're in a cell. <laughs> oh, okay, so you're like in jail just eating yeah, bread. Yeah, you're and water.
1: in jail like on bread
0: and water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> it's fucking miserable. That's amazing. It's uh it's good to hear that something like that is still going on though.
1: Yeah, yep, that's one tradition they've kept. Um they haven't I, I don't think there's any calls to get rid of it. It's it's, it's 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 a pretty rare punishment, but it is the maximum that you can get. The normal punishment you would get is like 30 days uh 30 days restriction, so you can't leave the ship, uh, extra duty. So like you have to stand watches and clean and all that crap. And then, uh, 30 days, half months pay.
0: No. Okay. Well,
1: which, which hurts the wallet.
0: Sure. Sure.
1: But, um, yeah, no, uh, that, that kid was a, a legend. He was, uh. He was one of the, I was part of the first crew on my ship after it got built in the shipyard. And so was he, his name, his name is right next to mine. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing.
0: (laughs) That guy's, yeah, he sounds like a little bit of a maniac. He sounds a little bit like the guy that I saw bowling that I played a tournament with. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Kind of doing uh, his thing. He actually made a rap song about the ship. He was,
0: uh, he was a celebrity. Good. Good the p- people like that man you you don't want to point out the mania i feel like it's like a waking a sleepwalker you just got to let him go
1: yeah no it just was it go. was very interesting to watch Good. his his saga there you have <laughs> his, it. his his illustrious military career
0: yeah <laughs> how long was he in Uh it, it couldn't have been more than like 2 years <laughs> <laughs> oh shit well that's great i'm chuffed yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm chuffed talking about it. it. Brings back good memories. <laughs> That's good. Well, let's take it to a chafed place, um, uh, or chuffed, depending on the way you view it. Um, have you seen anything about this Memphis police department debacle? No, I haven't. Really? Um, go on. So I,
1: I, I might, I might, it might come to
0: me. I'll jog your memory. Uh, well, it, it, it. it to my knowledge, nothing big has come out yet. It It's in that lingering phase. Um, so I don't know all the details, but I think the long and short is some cops pulled over a 29-year-old black guy um, and basically pulled him out of the car and beat him uh, mm-hmm. to death. All right. Uh, and apparently uh, they have body cam footage of the whole thing. And they have shown it to the family. The family is obviously appalled and freaking out. Uh, and the entire city of Memphis is basically sitting with puckered buttholes, waiting for it to be released because it's going to be. Huh. Uh, now, now you know what I'm going to ask. You know what I'm. Gonna I ask. I have a feeling I know the genre of question you're going to ask but i don't know what specifically you're going. what to
1: did ask. he do to deserve it
0: <laughs> i i don't i from my understanding is very little if anything i i don't I, it seems like from everything i've read it, he seems like a pretty stand-up guy um oh. but the interesting wrinkle in this one um is that the five cops that have already been dismissed from the memphis police department over the incident uh all black huh so that's a that should be a fun uh circus uh, to, to, to watch as people.
1: So it know, might be, a, it, a- it,
0: it might, might not be a riot. It
1: might just be like a demonstration,
0: right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it depends on how brutal the, the video. I mean, they released a picture. I, I, I guess he went to the hospital and lasted a few days and, and then finally passed. But, uh, Jesus. yeah, yeah. I, th- I, from everything that, from the way things are being positioned in the news and the way th- like, it seems like this was just a uh, Matt. I mean, uh, understanding old of fashioned year, but a, beat down. Yep, massive fuck up by some probably pretty shitty cops.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Just if you're in the area, be aware of it. Um, if you're in the market for ammo and stuff like that, be aware of it. Um, et cetera, et cetera. I don't, I don't really want care to comment on it that much more I, I don't think the video has been released yet but uh like i said I wasn't think there riots in georgia as well uh there might have been I, i'm not really sure yeah i think there was some like antifa riots or something in oh georgia. yeah i think i remember that wait what was that about
1: uh i think that was uh about the teacher that got pulled over and uh they originally said that you know the the, the cops shot him or something but okay it turned out that he like you know, let him. Uh, I I forget the the background, but basically, he committed a bunch of crimes and like ran from the cops, and I don't know, the him or something.
0: Well, be safe out there. Um, I got a few more things. Do you have anything else you want to? Answer? I don't want to. I don't. Want to, I don't want to be bird in this episode and just hog the whole thing. So do you? Have no, any? no, that's
1: fine. Keep lobbing them to me.
0: All right. Uh, I just saw this article. There's some things leaking out of Great Britain. You may recall Ooh. Great Britain as a country empire, the greatest uh, Britain, uh, yeah, a series of islands um, in the northwest of Europe. Uh, they're reporting, or or word is is emerging, that they're experiencing over three thousand excess deaths above normal per week these days, huh. and they're very unsure why. And I'm not going to jump c- to conclusions. Um, because frankly, I'm not sure why either, but it's something that, uh, seems to be at that bubbling stage where it is necessarily, uh, through its urgency creeping into mainstream media. I saw a couple articles on it in the daily mail, and I'm pretty sure they're fairly mainstream, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting to watch. Um, I I think think that go
1: back to our conversation last week, uh, as far as, you know, what do you attribute the decline of all of these major institutions to? And like for the NHS, I mean, my, at just hearing about it now, I I would attribute that to obviously COVID like the VAX. Um, yeah, that's the first thing that comes to mind. And then just the, the institutional decline of the NHS, which according to Brits has been happening for a while now. Yep. Um, due to just incompetence, they're not, they're not sending their best. Right. And, um, you know, that, that, that's what we were talking about last week.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I like, there's a part of me that, that, that wonders if, if, um, you know, if it's 3000 deaths a week, not it's, it's certainly not, not all of them are probably because of the vaccine. Like, and and maybe, maybe none of them are, I I don't really know. I, you know, the, the numbers are just so all over the place. And that's that's the first
1: thing my lizard brain Honestly,
0: it is for me too. Um, Mm -hmm. but like trying to kind of hedge that, you know, take all angles. Um, you know, it could also be just, uh, you know, um, out of control, uh, drug and alcohol use from, from the COVID, uh, lockdowns and stuff like that. I mean, it it literally just could be that, um, it could be some new strain of something, you know, who I I don't know, but, um, I do, uh, you know, I do kind of keep tabs a little bit on life insurance stuff, Yep. Um, and just seeing what they're talking about, because like, if you really want to get good information, you need to go to people that have skin in the game. Yep. And, uh, and, and so that would be life insurance companies. And and <clears> I, I think that there, I think there is a level of alarm within life insurance companies over early deaths. Um, and y- yeah, I, it's something that we need to get to the bottom of, and it's going to be difficult to do so as my estimation, but we'll see what comes out. Um, uh, it's just interesting to see it hit that fever pitch where it must bubble into mainstream news. Um, if you consider daily mail mainstream news, which I, I sounds like it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's all it's there. So, yeah. um,
1: in other health related news, uh, I, I don't, I don't know if you heard about this, but, uh, <laughs> Sildenafil is, uh, and, and again, I don't know if this is a, uh, Pfizer ad campaign or if this is legit. But uh, vasodilators like sildenafil have uh, what? Is, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's Viagra. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, sildenafil, and then the, I forget the other form, but you know, blue chew. Uh, okay. They they've been attributed to uh longer lifespans, um, uh helping prevent all aut- uh not autism <laughs> Alzheimer's. <laughs> 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 yeah nothing prevents autism that's that's barreling through anything <laughs>
0: <laughs> except for social situations yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's where it's i can't extra, make eye contact through. but yeah man, but, but man, it's charging hard. <laughs> uh yeah well yeah because they were saying it prevents um uh diseases related to blood pressure right
1: yeah. Yep. Heart disease. Um, well,
0: you know, you know how they invented Viagra, right?
1: Oh yeah, it was a it was a, a blood pressure medication. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah. They just d- rediscovered the actual origin of the medicine. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of funny. yeah. But
1: uh, apparently, it's 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 the new miracle drug. Tucker Carlson has had a segment on it, so now I believe it. But uh, cool. <laughs> after Tucker Carlson's segment, there's a lot of uh, pharmaceutical commercials. So.
0: Yeah yep yep did you see uh speaking of tucker carlson did you see that mashup of that one night where he just oh, went completely God. bananas
1: it was yeah, amazing he, yeah real joker moment
0: <laughs> he's losing it man it's great
1: oh i love it
0: yeah I me love too. It. yep it's good he's uh, it's good stuff. he's still
1: he's he's lucid but um he's definitely uh i i don't know if things are wearing on him or if he just yeah i know sleep or what
0: lucid but just beleaguered yeah it's uh yeah yeah, it's like that goldilocks zone man it's like the the golden hour it's uh, you know the the the, the, that that apogee right before the final descent it's great like i'm i'm very much
1: just starting to wear off but the yeah but the but the (laughs) pint of liquor you just downed before the show starts to kick in
0: yeah yeah just uh you get three or four great lines out and then (laughs) just crash and burn yeah we'll see do you think um what do you think uh, is his future? Like, do you think he's going to so like I, I, he hasn't done anything that that is like so insane that he, I'm not I'm not asking this because of that segment or anything like that. But like five years from now, where do you think Tucker Carlson is?
1: Um, ooh, I, I, I want to say uh he either has his own kind of gas digital style, right? Or, uh, Daily Wire style uh, publishing platform. Interesting. Um,
0: I don't think it'll be Fox News. Yeah, yeah. You you kind of wonder. I like. I don't know what his contract looks like over there, but you kind of wonder why he hasn't done it yet.
1: Um, I think uh, he, he's he's like the number one rated uh, cable news show, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, what like, does that get? Lot. Like, yeah, yeah, but but that's not really saying a whole lot. I think what does he have? Like two million viewers a night?
1: Something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, you just gotta uh,
0: wonder. Like, you know, he could probably. If he went independent, he could probably have. I mean, I'm 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 sure there's reasons. Like I'm not, you know, the, you know, far be it from me to. I think
1: to... once all the boomers die off, he'll go digital. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, right now, I mean, you see the commercials; it's you can tell kind of who the who the target demographic is, and it's sure. it's not us. It's not right. our age group. Um, no, although, true. although I think we our age group does comprise a lot of his viewership. Um, I think once the boomers die and he's no longer kind of tethered to legacy like legacy
0: tv platforms Mm -hmm. he'll uh he'll branch off i wonder what he made like here i'm just gonna pull up tucker carlson contract like i'm curious about that uh oh wow he's got a 35 mil salary from Fox. oh yeah and they're probably taking care of all of his like it's the difference between working for somebody and working for yourself like working for yourself is great but uh like you it comes with a you got to do a bunch of shit and um, he, he probably doesn't have to do a bunch of shit. He just gets 35 mil. So I don't blame yeah, him. Yeah, I think but... they give him a good amount of
1: creative control too. I mean, there's right. There's no way he could get away with saying the shit that he does. If, if Fox news were any, any, any more center to center yeah. right, then uh, he'd be out of
0: there. Right. And, and it probably also gives him cover because if he went independent, like people could really attack him, but being that he's part of legacy media, it's like, there's only so much that other legacy media can attack him. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I think he's playing that game until, until the boomers die. It's not a bad game to play. Yep. Um, I got one more segment. It's going to drift into a little bit of economics. Um, yeah, I know. I know. We can skip it if you got something else. The fake and gay science. No, I have nothing else. Let's let's (laughs) strap in, buddy boy. I was. So um, we're coming up here on. um, Another Fed meeting. And they're expected to hike rates by another quarter percent. I believe we're at four percent. I believe four percent right now or maybe four and a quarter. And they're expected to raise another quarter percent to four and a half Hmm. Uh, it may be a quarter off one way or the other but um somewhere around there and so i you know i was just curious and looking back at other historic uh uh uh, periods in history where we were near this this point um seeing if perhaps i could find where history might rhyme It, it it wasn't that long ago was it no not really um In fact, uh, we had gone through a similar hiking campaign between 2004 and 2006,
1: Mm. uh,
0: in 2006. Well, you may be talking about the, uh, taper tantrum era where we raised it like to two or 3%, like back in 18 or 19, I think. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, that aside. Yeah. So yes, we're above that level now. Um, but yeah, we did, we did try to raise back at that point. Uh, and then cut, I think basically because of COVID, um so back in 2004 I believe we started hiking rates after the dot com bust 2006 we hit 5 and a quarter percent and we were able to hold it for one year to July 2007 and then uh we looking back we realized that we had begun a recession sometime in Q3 or Q4 of 2007 um as we had held at 5 and a quarter for a year um and then they had to cut rates all the way down to basically zero. Um, so I don't know. I'm just looking at it. We're at we're gonna be at four and a half, I think. Um here shortly. We're probably going to reach five and a quarter by you know, if they if the Fed continues and if they don't pivot, we'll hit it by the summer. Uh and then if history's any judge, they may be able to hold it for six months, a year, eighteen months. Uh, and then they may begin cutting again. I I I was just comparing one to the other. I don't really have a whole lot of um uh I haven't really synthesized any predictions over it, but uh just just uh letting everyone know that we're getting into the the middle innings of this cycle and uh just be on the on the lookout um, now how
1: will this interact with um whether or not Congress passes a
0: continuing resolution for the budget? That's a good question so y- the interesting thing here is that, you know, the the Fed basically has two levers it can pull. One is it can raise and lower the interest rates, but the other is it can buy the debt. It can be the buyer of last resort for for debt that needs to be bought from the treasury, um, you know, when Congress issues one of these things. So like, it's interesting because I guess theoretically they could be raising the interest rate, but also quantitative easing like essentially like buying debt. Um, that would be a weird place to be. I'm not really sure. So does it relate? Yeah. Um, but it's not like they have control over Congress and I guess Congress doesn't really have control over them. So it would be a really weird time if they were doing some sort of QE and also raising interest rates. Um, the debt would, the debt would, I mean, it's already going through the roof, but it would, it would really, uh, that'd be something. Uh that'd be some fireworks for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now is is the national debt like the same thing as the balance sheet of uh, uh, of like treasury debt?
0: Uh so the national debt would be all debt issued by the treasury and some of that debt is issued to the Fed. Um okay. we kind of call that quantitative easing and some is issued to private people like you and me, some of it is issued to other sovereigns like mm-hmm. Japan, some of it's is issued to BlackRock, Walmart, you know. So um, yeah, the debt is just the, the the sum total of everybody that wanted to invest in the tre in in treasuries. Um, yeah, and then in the
1: form of bonds, right?
0: Uh, yeah, the tre- in the form of bonds. Yes, yeah, yes. Treasury correct.
1: bonds are essentially government debt that you're buying. Yeah,
0: and yeah. Collecting
1: interest off of after a certain amount of years for a yield. Right.
0: Right. right? And, and and now the other interesting part of this is that the Federal Reserve controls the federal funds rate, which is the, the interest rate, um, the short term, the overnight interest rate by in the, in the open market by buying and selling bonds. So, so like if the, if this, if this were to emerge, uh, it it might get really goofy because, um, it's not like they just set a dial at, you know, at 5%, they have to go out there and actually buy, buy and sell bonds in order to, peg it to five percent or four and a half or whatever so like it would be really weird yeah you would see the most bizarre bond yield curve (laughs) like if if, yeah it's gonna get really really goofy i think um because you might have the short end of the curve yielding you know four or five percent and then 30 year bonds yielding you know one you know uh yeah it might get really weird uh you know it's just such a convoluted system and and kind of fucked um but yeah that'll be interesting to see cuz yeah i mean if you if you subscribe like I, I was talking on the signal with phil and then i a couple other people have been talking about this kind of like the davos versus the fed thing which i'm entertaining i i, I t- to me i've i'm i've kind of cemented my position as an observer i don't really you know my strategy is the same either way so i'm just sitting back watching um but you know if you subscribe to that theory i think that a lot of that theory did, um it, uh, would describe a scenario where the federal government with, like, say, Biden and, you know, the entrenched, you know, the Mitch McConnell's and Nancy Pelosi's, et cetera, et cetera, and the people behind the scenes are more or less Davos agents. Um, and then the Fed would be in this in their scenario is pitted against them. Um, yeah trying to basically uh, fight for U.S. commercial banks and U.S. banking interests rather than global banking interests. So that sets up a kind of an interesting battle between the Congress and the Fed, because the Congress, you would say, would be captured by the Davos um, sphere of influence and the Fed would not be. So yeah, like the the Congress can go and try and bankrupt us through these continuing resolutions and authorizing a bunch of spending, but then the Fed ultimately has the controls of the debt Um, in some sense. Yeah, it's going to get super bizarre, I think. Um, I don't know how that's going to manifest or reflect in the broader economy, but yeah, it's going to, I think it's going to get weird. Yeah. Which is good for the show. It's great for the show, man. It's great for the show. So it's good. Uh you got any closing thoughts? Um,
1: no, just, uh, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great.
0: Everyone. You're doing great. Actually, Aaron and I were talking about that before the show, how great the board is doing, uh, and how much we like them. Yep. Uh, Aaron was particularly insistent on that point, how much we like them. Um, uh, so thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for doing, um, all of those good things that you're doing. Keep doing those good things. Uh, we'll be back here next week until then. Keep two hands on the wheel squad.